subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Matt and Garrett, back again, like we always are. And we are here to talk more ninja. We've got uh, a great topic today. Uh, we're excited to be with you. And if you want to learn more about what we're talking about and where all this information comes from, as always, go to ninjaselling.com. If you want to learn more about coaching, check out the coaching program through ninjaselling.com, or you can just actually search Ninja Coaching and you will find us. You can also check out on the Facebook group, the podcast community that we have there, which is the Ninja Selling Podcast. And you will find approximately right now 12,500 people that are just like you. And they like to share information, learn from others. And uh, yes, go check it out if you'd like. Until then, Matt, good morning, sir. Good morning. That's amazing. 12,500. That's incredible. What an awesome community it is, too. So definitely enjoy that. Garrett, I'm excited about today's topic because you throwing this out there and I'm like, oh gosh, I'm so frustrated about this right now. And you've heard us talk about this. This is not a new thing. Like we've talked about this a lot. That's the worst part, Matt. We brought this topic up this morning and I'm like, I feel like we've talked about this a lot. Matt's like, I know, but we need to talk about it again because <laughs> it's not sinking in out there. And I will say for the people who are involved with coaching, we do these think tanks for all of the coaching clients. And we just did one on the business tracker. And it was fabulous. And I had a couple of people that I work with who who watched that and said, oh my gosh, like I finally like get it now on the hot and warm list. And I'm like, well, we've been talking about this for how long? But sometimes hearing a different perspective on it. So just a little plug for you know being in coaching, you get access to cool stuff like that. But I think this is timely because coming off the back end of that think tank too and talking about business trackers and where the hot and warm list fits and how we populate them and look at them and use them. It's like this can change your business. It can change how you feel about your business if you're doing it in a way that is productive versus there's counterproductive ways to have a list of, you know, quote, leads. And that's what a lot of people end up with. Well, and Matt, I think a lot of people get into the mindset of like, check the box. Yeah. And that that's the challenge is that they get in this place of like, you know, do you have a hot and warm list? Yes. Do you have a business tracker that you keep it on? Yes. It's like, all right, well, like, what do you do with that? Like, you, are we going to go deeper with that? Do we want to figure out like how you use it? How do you engage it on a day-to-day -day basis? And that was the fun part about the think tank that we did was the more we started asking questions, we'd be like, well, how often do you look at your hot and your warm list? Most of them, it was multiple times a day. They start their day with it, looking at who needs my help? Who do I need to be talking to? Who do I need to be connecting with? And then it was like midday. They would check back in with it and they might add somebody onto it and they might take somebody off and they'd have you know, more conversations about who do I need to be talking to today? Maybe there's some other phone calls I need to make. And it sounded like from what I got, they kind of almost end their day on it also of like, who are my people? Where are we at? And everybody, and this is the cool part, Matt, everybody did it a little bit different. Mm -hmm. We had one person that actually used the business tracker that we give through coaching and through Ninja, which I was like, oh, that's, that's awesome. We had one person on the panel that did that. We had another person that used uh, the Google Sheets, which is, it's similar. It's just not as, you know, cleaned up, but he also tracked tons of other stuff. So it kind of compiled into a bigger picture for him. It's like more of like a CRM style business tracker, which is great, by the way. Yeah. And then we had another gentleman just as successful with all the systems as uh, the other two who used a whiteboard. And part of me was like, 
that's my guy. I would use the whiteboard. I'd be the one with the big whiteboard in my office that's like sliding people around or I would make them magnetic. That's what I would do. I'd make them magnetic so I could just slide them around. Ooh, that's like, cool. That's a great idea. Yeah. I'd be like throwing magnetic stars at the thing going, who do I need to call right now? I'd have all kinds of fun with it. But the cool thing, and this is what we wanted to share, is there's so many ways of doing this. But at the end of the day, it's the engagement with the sheet and how are we analyzing the people that are on there. And this is where this topic came up for me today, Matt, is I started thinking about this list of the, the hot list that we have and the warm list. And uh, I, I don't know who I was talking to. The weirdest stuff comes up on coaching calls. If you guys are ever on a coaching call with me, and you're like, how did we get here? It's, this is just how my brain works. <laughs> I was thinking about it. It's like, okay, so if you're ever uh, listening to a podcast and wondering, how did I get here? How did we get here? You might, you might be doing <laughs> that right now. I was thinking about it. It's like, okay, so I, if I could imagine that everybody on my hot list and my warm list is on a bus and we're all on a road trip together. While we're on this road trip, it's a long trip, Matt. We're going, we're going down south. Uh, we're starting in Redding, California. We're going down to Disneyland. We're gonna have a big old party. Oh, you're gonna like come to Charleston, but okay, Disneyland's okay. Oh, we'll go to Charleston. That's a little bit of a longer drive. It's not a day trip, but we can make it. Yeah. Inevitably, on this trip, somebody's gonna have to pee. Hopefully, everybody's gonna have to pee along the trip. <laughs> Because it's a nine-hour trip. Especially if you're coming to Charleston. That would, or going you know. to Charleston. Hopefully, at some point, everybody's going to be like, hey, can we pull over for a second? Or, thank God we pulled over. Let's just take care of things while we're here. But I think that, you know, if you looked at it that way, and your job as, like, managing the bus is to be talking with people. You know, walk through the bus. Have conversations with them. How are you guys doing? What are you looking forward to the most about the place we're going to? And all of a sudden, you can see somebody kind of, like, squirming in their seat. You know, the shift, cheek to cheek, you know, kind of back and back, you know, move, moving legs a little bit. And you're like, do you have to pee? Like, oh, no, 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 I'm fine. I can make it. I can make it. I'm pretty sure you have to pee. Like, it's all of a sudden, like, you're like the adult going like, I think we should, let's, let's pull over for Sam. <laughs> it's like managing my four-year-old thing with, <laughs> do you need to go? Yes. Okay. So I think. This is the interesting thing, and Matt, you brought this up when we were kind of chatting about this earlier, is that there are people that will throw their hand up and be like, rest stop, like now, like next one you got coming up, I need to stop, pull this bus over because I'm going pee. By the way, just so you remember now, peeing equals needing to transact on a house. It's an analogy. Yes. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. Yes. Just in case that wasn't clear. <laughs> yeah, we're not, you're not, I don't want all of you figuring out who has to pee in your hot and your warm list right now. But I do want you to figure out who is the ones that are saying, okay, I need your help right now. Pull this thing over. There are other ones in there. And this is where we're seeing so much business come from right now. The ones that are figuring out the ways of going like, oh, that's weird. She just shivered a little bit. Huh. Wonder what that's a sign for. Might have to pee. I'm going to have a little bit of a further conversation with her. And while you're talking to her, you might go, have you ever thought about using the bathroom? <laughs> you know there's this thing and i think what, what we're seeing is a lot of people spending time with people who don't need to pee right i mean i love and, this analogy this is so great it's so good to hear you say that man or we don't or we don't know and um it's like say it say it <laughs> we're spending time with people who don't have to pee it's a great great one and i think part of it is okay how do we find that clarity right and and so i see two things happen with the hot and warm list one is either the hot list just gets you know clogged up with everybody and it's like okay anybody who's ever said that they want to buy a house ever in their life 
goes on my hot list. And now we have this never-ending hot list of people who really aren't ready to transact or see it the other way, whereas the hot list is only reserved for people that I'm currently writing contracts with. And then everybody else goes on the warm list, which in our minds, we're like, oh, warm list. They don't need as much attention. But there's a lot of people on the warm list who need to be that we're not paying attention to. And then they go and buy a house with somebody else. I think, and Matt, I think that's the interesting thing. The warm list really is the people that have to pee and they're kind of in their mind going, do we need to pull the car over? Do I need to put my hand up and say something? I'm probably okay. Like, oh no, the news says now's not the right time. Interest rates are too high. Like I, I need to hold it for a little bit longer. I heard they're remodeling all the rest stops along this highway. Like I can make it. I'll be fine. <laughs> I There's no, and see, and, and, the, and the people do. that really have to pee are like, I will find a bush, pull the car over. I don't need a bathroom. And here's the thing. We don't want people buying bushes, right? If you if you get somebody involved in the process earlier on, they can stop at the nice newly renovated rest stop. They can buy a house that they actually want to. I mean, you go back to, there was that um, TikTok, Instagram reel that went around a couple of years ago about the guy selling an apple, right? And like, it turned out then like the guy was just bidding on it. He's like, why did I even bid on Look, Why am I doing this? <laughs> Everybody's bidding on the apple. And while we're seeing similar things happen in this marketplace right now, it's really important to understand. So Garrett, I, I do want to classify hot and warm for people. And there's the way that we introduce it in the book Ninja Selling and in the installation, because I think it's one of the easiest ways to make sure you classify the list. And then there is kind of the step further when we talk about the warm list. But I think clarifying these two things for people, I think will help because what I'm seeing people avoid is this life change, right? People yeah. are focused on, okay, hot list, right? People who need to buy and sell a house, they've said they want to do it and they want to do it with you. Cool. Pretty easy. So I think first... First off, Matt, we need to switch our mind from being transactional to helping people. Yes. And most people who build a hot and a warm list, they build it based off of transactions. They build it based off of who is most likely to buy or sell. And I'm going to organize these people out. So the ones that I am are most likely to buy or sell, I'm giving the most amount of time to the ones that are the least amount, uh, or they're going to go on the warm list. We need to break this mentality of the transactional side of the hot and the warm list. The transactions are a byproduct of the business tracker and the hot and the warm list. Business tracker is just where you keep track of it all. But the, the transactions are a byproduct of you taking care of these people that need help. And so when we look at the warm list, one of the things that is so misunderstood and broken, and there's so many of you that are listening to this right now that are going, oh, crap. I know it. You're going to hear it. You're going to say it. You might say it out loud. You might keep it to yourself. But if there's anybody on your warm list that said, I'm thinking about buying or selling, you're doing it wrong. The warm list needs to be just people that are having life changes. That's it. Keep it clean. Just people having life changes. The minute they're like, hey, I'm thinking about, that's the person that says, hey, by the way, I might have to pee if there's a rest stop coming up. That's the hot list person. That's the one that's saying, okay, I'm acknowledging that I need to make a change here. Something's got to happen. Something's got to give. Can you help me with this process? The ones on the warm list, those are the ones that are sitting there that you're watching shift cheek to cheek and you're going, oh, there's a little change back there. They're not sitting like everybody else. Or you've just been watching them just gobble bottles of water and you're like, hmm, this is brilliant. We should make the 16 levels of change that we do for housing market, we should do it for 
having to maybe use the bathroom. <laughs> the different signs. The the have you lived in the house for seven years or more? Have you drank seven glasses of water in the last hour? That would be one of them. <laughs> I love it. I look at the hot and warm list this way too, right? Hot list, you have permission to talk to them about their real estate right now, right? They've given you permission to embark on a process, talk to them about where you can literally pick up the phone and say, hey, Garrett, how are we doing with this process? They're in the customer service calls. Hey, let's talk about where you're at. Did you connect with the lender? Or have your criteria changed? Have you guys been seeing anything that you like? You have permission to do that. The warm list, we don't necessarily have that permission. Maybe somebody is asking you real estate questions. They're asking about, hey, did they renovate those restrooms Right? Did they do that? But you're not. But they haven't. They haven't given you permission to talk to them about their real estate yet. Well, and Matt, I made the comment of like, do you have to pee just a second ago? Like you might say that to somebody. The cool part is if you're walking around the bus and you're talking with these people and you're watching these signs and you can see somebody visibly uncomfortable. Like there is a certain point because of your care and concern for them, because of your relationship, you're not just walking around going, do you have to use the bathroom? Do you have to use the bathroom? How about you? Do you have to use the bathroom? How about you? Right. Yeah. That's like, hey, do you know, do you need to buy or sell a house? Do you know anybody who needs to buy or sell? I think that is the old process. Do you, do you know anybody who, do you know anybody needs to pee right now? Do you know anybody needs to pee right now? When you put it in that analogy, it makes <laughs> asking people if they know anybody who needs to buy or sell a house. <laughs> Sound really bad, by the way. I know. It's awesome. <laughs> so, but if somebody is sitting there and you're watching them in physical discomfort, there's a certain point you can go up and say, Are you okay? Like, you know, can I can, can I, I help you? Can I help you? And that's the the interesting thing part about ninja and building these relationships and really being involved with these life changes is that when your heart is coming from the right spot and you truly want to help somebody through this discomfort that they're in, it might be saying, have you ever thought about selling this house? Like you can say that just like saying, Hey, have you thought about stopping for the bathroom? Cause you look like you're going to explode. There are homes that people live in that you can tell are wearing them out. It's 4,000 square feet. It was great to raise kids and the kids are all gone. And they're now just sitting in that home and they're keeping it clean and trying to maintain this thing. And there might be uh, maintenance issues that are coming up on it that are financially putting them in, in stress and things like that. And you're going, guys, time out. Like it's probably time to let go of this house. You can do that with somebody on your warm list that hasn't brought up real estate yet, but you can't just fly out of left field and like come and approach somebody like that. Here's the cool part about the warm list. It's designed to present to you, here's the people who you should probably be talking to more often right? And as you increase your flow frequency with them, as you just talk to them and have casual conversation, have forward questions going around, they're going to come to you with these questions. And something I want to highlight, and this, I was having a conversation with a client the other day, and I was like, oh gosh, your business tracker is backwards. Her warm list was becoming the people, they were on the hot list, but now they're not so hot. So I'm moving them to warm. I'm like, we're going the wrong way. We want to go the other direction. Like if they're not hot anymore, if they decided they want to wait, they're off the bus. Like they've, they've decided, Hey, we're no longer on this road trip. And you put them back. It doesn't mean you forget about them. They go back into your flow system. So you have your regular flow, right? And <laughs> flow <laughs> with the, what we wanted to be going is going the other direction and bringing people onto the warm list to have life change. And then having conversations that they decide that it's time for them to raise their hand and say, Hey, 
can we talk about real estate? I have some questions and they move on to the hot list. That's the direction that we want to be moving people on this on this business tracker. And so if you're moving people the other way, we have it backwards. Yeah. And I know the question is, well, but but Matt, hell, I got a question. Yes, you in the back. I have somebody who they've decided they're going to like renew their lease. They want to wait. Great. Put a reminder in your calendar. You know, go back to your normal flow with that person, but put a reminder in your calendar to talk to them about their lease or set the expectation with them. This is the beauty of the hot list. Everybody in the hot list, we should be able to, and you have permission to set expectations for communication. When's the next point of communication? Oh, you want to sell your house when your daughter graduates high school next year. Great. Well, what are you thinking about? Have an initial conversation. Tell me more about that. Where would you go? Get the dreams. Awesome. Well, if that's the timeline, how about we connect in this fall to just kind of go over a few things and see if there's some things that we might want to start to put in place so that you're ready when that time comes. Great. That sounds good. You're setting those expectations. The warm list, it's not like, hey, Garrett, you got life change going on. Your your daughter's you know, just finished their first year. Well, let's go back a year and say they just graduated high school. Cool. Life changed, right? Hey, so let me set the expectation with you that we're going to be talking about selling your house next year. It's like, no. Yeah. But it's like, hey, I want to check in with Garrett and see, hey, how did the first year of college go for the girls? How did they like moving in? How is all that stuff going? That's the power of the warm list. You can set your own schedule of communication so that you know how you're talking to these people. Yep. I mean, it's, I hope we're not muddying this. I don't think so. I mean, this. Well, the, well, the reason we're circling back around on this and spending time on it is, is that it is one of the most important systems in any marketplace that I've ever watched. It is hands down the most important system that gets the most overlooked, the most muddied up. And really, what, what most people don't realize is how simple they need to keep it. So simple. And that's why we always are just kind of coming back to, you know, warm list is just life changes. Hot list is people that have actually said they're thinking about buying or selling. And the reality is what somebody says they're thinking about buying or selling, Matt, just like from what you're saying here right now, is, is that there is a chance that those levels could drop pretty low. Uh, for instance, like I might have my child that goes off to college. We are technically, we actually we're writing an offer right now on a property. Woo, woo. With that being said, like she might have been like my other daughter went off to Hawaii, and we were like, you know, we're gonna buy a property in Hawaii because again, and I started researching them. We were looking for little places and townhomes and condos and whatever that might look like because Hawaii is really expensive. If anybody hasn't figured that out. And at the end of the day, it was really interesting as my daughter's now come home. She's actually starting a business, which I'm really excited to see that happening. College is not for everybody. Save a lot of money. And while that's happening, I'm sitting here and thinking about, I could have been somebody that you know bought that place in Hawaii. And I could have been on somebody's hot list where they're like, Garrett's talking about buying in Hawaii. Let's put them on the hot list. And the other side of it is that I would come off that list at some point. Because again, I might come to you and say, hey, you know what? not looking at buying. Now, anybody who's really paying attention to me, they're going to be like, there's a twin daughter in here. Also, there's other things going on. I know what his things are. I know what he's trying to accomplish. Keep him on the hot list. Now, Matt, I do want to throw out because I do feel there's a little bit of a piece in here that if both of my kids, let's say, came home from college, there is still an element in here that I am a great referral source because I am attached to so many people. And we do do need to pay attention to that. Well, and so this is where I could see people go from the hot to the warm is, okay, they've decided to not do something. Is there still a life change? Yeah. 
If yes, great. We can go that one step backwards, put them on the warm, keep a flow frequency going that's higher cadence until that life change is over. The cool part, though, about once somebody hits your hot list is you now have the ability to set all the expectations for how communication will go related to real estate. Doesn't mean you won't have other communication. So when someone says, you know, hey, I've decided, you know, we need to put this off for a few years. I would still be like, hey, is it okay if I stay in communication with you about this just in case something changes? Very few people are going to say no. <laughs> so Matt, Matt, let's go deeper on this real quick because I find this is a misunderstanding in Ninja all the time where people are going like, well, you guys say I can only talk Ninja or I can only talk real estate if the client brings it up first. Right. And what they're waiting for, this is the misunderstanding. What they're waiting for is in the conversation where someone goes like real estate, they go, ah, that was my cue. Ha ha, jump on them. And the reality is, is that what we're talking about is that when you find somebody and they talk about real estate, like your hot list, you put them in there. These are people now that the real estate dialogue has been opened up. I can circle back to them and say, hey, where are you guys with the idea of buying an investment property or a place for your kids to live in while they're in college? I can come back to that in a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, two months, because the now they brought up the real estate. It's not me bringing it up. I don't need to wait for them to bring it up again in a, a simple conversation. Be like, ah, I can jump on it again. Like, ah, I got my opportunity. It's done. They brought it up. It's a much bigger picture, a much bigger game than just that one little moment in time. And that's where the wormless people, we just really can't go there yet. They haven't brought it up. And it's not like where all of a sudden real estate comes up where they're like, oh, my neighbor's house just went up for sale. And you're like, ah, they brought up real estate. Now I can jump on them because I know their kids just went off to college and they're probably thinking about it. And I'm like, this is my moment. No, it's not. They weren't talking about them selling a house. They were just saying their neighbor's house came on the market. Have a conversation with them about that. Learn more about that. So I find that like, that whole thing of we don't talk real estate unless they bring it up sometimes gets manipulated a little bit, maybe like too much energy put around it, and it's a much bigger game. Well, we get concerned. We don't want to. We don't want to feel salesy, and I get that. Yeah. Right. And I think this is this is why the hot list is so important because if you use the hot list as a indication to you saying, "Hey, this person has given me permission. What's my next step?" Do we need to do a buyer interview? Do we need to do a pre-listing consultation? Do we need to have more exploratory questions about what their goals are around this? And then use that as the platform to set the expectation that you're going to communicate with them about this so that when you make that call, if they're kind of a hot and confused person, meaning they, they don't have kind of a sense of timeline, they're not going, oh God, Garrett's just calling to sell me. They're like, oh, Garrett told me he was going to be calling. And then when Garrett's calling me in between those conversations about, hey, how are your daughters? How's this? You know, what's going on with work and all those things? I'm like, oh, cool. And Garrett cares about me as a person too. That's the beauty of the haunt list is it should be an indication. Set some expectations with your people so that you can have those communications without feeling like you're making a sales call because you're not. You're making a call to help somebody achieve a goal, right? And then the warm list is, these are people I want to pay attention to because at some point they may need my services or know people who need my services. So let me make sure I'm in front of them, providing value, communicating with them and learning more about them so that when that time comes, I'm ready. Not a sales call. It's a good person call. Yeah. 
that's an, an interesting element, Matt, as you just said, it's not like don't make you're not making a sales call at that point in time. Is that it's one of the things I think so many of us are attracted to Ninja for is that if you're really doing it right, you're never selling. Right. You're helping people through life. You're helping them experience the things that they want to achieve and the places they want to go. And you're helping them reduce the pain in their life and increase pleasure in their life. That's really what you're doing. You're a guide helping them through this journey that, yeah, all of us at some point have to pee, right? Right. Forgot about the analogy. <laughs> Got to bring it back. Some of us have to pee and your job is to sit there and say, okay, I'm going to help these people find a bathroom when they need to find a bathroom. I'm going to make sure that they're not uncomfortable. I'm going to make sure that maybe we can stop and pee before it's a problem. Some people wait too long. We all know who you are. Sometimes it belongs to children who wait too long and then it turns into an absolute fiasco. But these are all the things that, again, that's where your heart needs to be with your people. And yeah. it's not about selling. It's not about how can I get somebody to go to the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. I love this. Enough. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm so happy this came up. Do you, do you know anybody <laughs> who needs to? Do you know anybody else to be? I imagine myself going to like the, the local ballpark, like, you know, go to the local stadium and just walking around being like, hey, do you have to pee? Oh gosh. Do you have to pee yet? Do you know anybody? Who might need to? That's that's the good one. That's the kicker. Do you know anybody who needs to? One or two? Yeah. <laughs> what's a buy and what's a sell? Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't want to know. No. Oh my gosh, this is this is now now this is getting okay. We've derailed. Sorry. And that's a traditional sales method. Is hey, you know, don't let the person off the phone. It's funny. I got a, a sales call the other day. Every now and then, I like to answer the phone when I know it's a sales call and figure out what's going on. And I'm getting hit up by lenders right now because there is a property that in their system, they think I still own that that says, ooh, this person's owned that for five years. I bet they may want to pull some equity out, right? And I love it because they call and they say, hey, do you own this property? I'm like, actually, I used to. We sold it in January. Great. You probably bought a new house. I'm like, I did. And I know where interest rates are. I know where these things are. They're like, great. We should, have a, we should have a conversation. You may want to do these things. I'm like, no, I'm good. And they just, they don't stop. And you could do that. Or you could just get to know somebody because if that was so funny at the end of the call with that person too, I just have to say this. It's like, how about you send me an email and I'll connect with your loan officer later. And he's like, okay, great. He's like, I'll talk to you later. And I'm like, wait, wait, do you have my email? And he's like, oh, is it Andrea D, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine at Hotmail? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, but maybe she wants some help too. And he goes, okay, well, I'll just call you tomorrow. And I'm like, that's a, you don't want to be that person. So the best thing to do would be, how do I build a relationship with my people that I already know? And that's your focus on life change. That's your warm list. And how do I set expectations with the people who've already raised their hand and said, you have permission to talk to me about my real estate. That's your hot list, right? Yep. That clarity is going to be, and now here's, I'll give you this one other thing too, Gary. If you have people on your warm list that you don't like talking to, take them off your warm list. It's that easy. Don't let them go on the trip with you. Again, I think this goes back to Matt. If you are in a transactional place, there's a lot of people that say, I need to put as many people on as possible. Yeah. What our hope is, is that you're going to build such a strong business of people that need your help that you will have the comfort level of saying, that's not one of my people. I need to let them off the bus. It's okay. It's totally okay. I'm going to let them off the bus. We're going to move along. There's a great actual book, and speaking of people on the bus or off the bus, called The Energy Bus. Great book. And uh, it, that's a great way of actually helping you kind of understand, like, maybe I've got the wrong people on my bus right now. Maybe I need to switch up some some passengers on here. It's a bigger picture than what this what we're kind of talking about here, but it's a great way to look at your warm list. If you have people on there 
that you're like, man, I get stressed out every single time I have to talk to this person. Every single time I talk to this person, it's an absolute nightmare of just energy. There might be a point that you're like, you know what? I don't need to talk to them anymore. We got to let that one go. Yeah. Well, I think we've hammered this one. I hope. And my hope is that this analogy that we brought today maybe helps some of you who've been confused about this stuff. And, and I, trust me, I'm not trying to say like you shouldn't be confused. I understand in business, we start to kind of adapt things to the way that we want to do them. And then we end up with... It's happened to me before too, with the hot and warm list. But compared to our prior episodes on this, hopefully this one has hit well for you. And take a moment. Here's the other really important thing. Every week, make sure that that hot and warm list is set up in the right way and look at it every single day. Remember, success habits number four and five. Focus on my hot list every day. Focus on my warm list every day. That means pulling it out, looking at it, and thinking about those people. That's going to help you do all these things that we've just talked about to identify all these different things with your warm and your hot. So Garrett, great topic, man. Thanks for bringing this one up. Thanks, Ben. And for the analogy as well. <laughs> well, I do what I can. That, that's where I... And so, but Matt, before you wrap this one up real quick, I want to say a special thanks. I've had an amazing conversation here just the last couple of days. And we I get to have awesome conversations with the people that listen to the podcast. And every once in a while, I'll be talking to somebody and they're like, oh my gosh, we like I listen to the podcast. So I had this awesome situation happen just the other day. I was calling a, a ninja in Florida. And uh, we were just having a nice conversation and she all of a sudden stops me and she goes, my son's eyes are so big sitting in the passenger seat right now. She's like, he recognizes your voice because he listens to the podcast with me every morning on the way to school and every, every time coming home. And I said, oh my goodness. So I started talking with her son. I said, hey, do you use the things that we talk about on the podcast? Which he said, I do. I use it at school. And then oh, you could just hear his great energy. It's an amazing, amazing little conversation I had. So Miles, I want to say thank you for paying attention to the podcast. I'm blown away by how many people out there that do listen to this and take this all in on all different age groups. And uh, Miles, it's good to know that you're out there and uh, paying attention to us. So that's Miles in Florida. Thank you, sir. And uh, Matt, I'll turn it back to you so you can wrap this episode up. But uh, yeah, so cool. Awesome. That's so cool. And and Miles even sent Garrett a, a video, which was really, really cool. So it was awesome. Miles is going to be killing it in whatever business that he gets into um, because he's he's learning this stuff at a, at a really young age, which is so fantastic. So I appreciate you too, Miles. But guys, and I appreciate everybody who's listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for sharing these shows. If you If you know another agent out there or somebody else in business who you think might find value from these things... We would love for you to share it. That's how our listenership grows. That's how people find our Facebook group. And it's how we're able to do even more of these things because that's how you fuel... Garrett, Garrett and I are fueled on just people listening to the show and saying great things about it. That alone, by the way. So we appreciate every single one of you. If Again, if you want to learn more about Ninja Selling, head over to ninjaselling.com. Find our Facebook group, The Ninja Selling Podcast on Facebook. Join it up and... Have a fantastic day. We'll catch you on the next one, of course. Thank you, everybody. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.